This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. We're maniacs, maniacs on the floor. <laughs> and we're podcasting like we've never podcasted before, guys. <laughs> all right, let's hear it again, all of us. Hold on. We're maniacs, maniacs on the floor. floor. And then you podcasting, we do stuff. Podcasting like we've never oh, man. before. I'm also sick, although that's not an excuse because I really can't sing. You jumped in so quick. You did so sick. Uh, I was so proud of you, Jake. And then, you just, you. then it just became your normal talking voice. Uh, that's what happens. But thank you for doing that. Yes, thank you. Welcome to Bake Cell. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And Jacob. That was Jacob singing at the beginning. I want to point that out. That <laughs> no. doesn't happen very often on the show. So when it does, I want to point it out. <laughs> Why? it's fun. Why, Joel? Because he's so entertaining when he does that. That's yeah. very gentle. Actually, my favorite thing, though, is when, uh, we, when we let Jacob know. Every time you're on intro, he just gives this look like... <sighs> Oh, crap. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not the, I'm not the entertainer here. We I, tell him like two minutes. <laughs> two minutes before we, we start recording. We don't want to stress out too much. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably right best, before the honestly. show. But we would like to thank you for listening to our Women Crush Wednesday on a Monday podcast that we did. That's the with one. With Lindsay. We had a great time. People she, seem to really enjoy her as well. People really like her as a guest. I know. And they're usually mean to our we, other ones. We kind of do too. Yeah. So she will be back. Uh, we don't know the show yet. I'm sure it'll be another shallow it's surface up to her. level like show. Like I said, it's up to her. She's a strong, independent woman who don't need no podcast. There you go. But then she did say yeah i'll be back on i'm like oh good okay. sweet and do we have any feedback from that show at all i'm sure people um, were just so upset no that's things like people it was surprising how people were kind of accepting of this i think uh, we walked that fine line of super innocent and highly offensive this just goes to show that everyone's sexist not just us a little bit i think yeah. so yeah but then it was funny because like people were playing along we got a couple different responses from people giving their input in fact uh jonathan vasgar said amy adams is all there is she is a goddess amongst women to which i replied is she? And he replied, yep, if you say otherwise, you're wrong, LOL. To which I say, otherwise. So you're wrong, LOL. Yeah, you're wrong, That's LOL. What that means. She's not a goddess among women. Amy Adams is fine. Wow. She I, is? You're right. She is fine. <laughs> Stop. We don't, we don't have Lindsay it's here. It's all the intonation. We don't have the protection oh, yeah. of Lindsay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, come back. We summon you. Nerdy Blackbird. Nerdy, nerdy, nerdy Blackbird. Blackbird. Nerdy Blackbird. Nerdy, nerdy Blackbird. <laughs> Did it work? No. 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 Anyway, but thank you for listening to that. Thank you for your feedback. I think he's right about Amy Adams, though. No. Oh, I love Amy Adams. No, yeah. That's, no. We're saving for another show. We're saving for another show. Uh, for our Amy Adams show? Well, for, we're going to do. We're gonna rate women again. <laughs> <laughs> nerdy Blackbird, Nerdy, nerdy Blackbird. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. But no, that's not what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today, Jacob? Today, fellas, it's time to finish up. We're going to have the part two of our 64 band bracket. Woo! For of 80s one hit wonders that's it yeah that's it yeah so we've got 32 left so we're going to go down from 32 and decide a single winner what single artist and song is yeah. the best 80s we one love doing these shows we know you love when we do them too and yeah we, no one has any issue with these shows no, whatsoever no, no normal person has an issue with right these shows. that's true and we sing all the time all the time although Sometimes i do have a cold good. as well as does jacob so this should be interesting singing i so. don't have a cold but i'm still gonna go fall <laughs> set <laughs> your cough i'll cough toward him <laughs> I, I sneeze and put my tissue down and like literally you just coughed in my direction. I did. <laughs> you monster. He's a germaphobe. <laughs> he is a little bit. Yes. I got a hand sanitizer. But right we here. also want to bring up that uh, the way this works is that this is 33% performance in the 80s, 33% presence in the 80s and 34% personal taste. That's how we're ranking these. That's how we're rating these. We also and, and the way it works is that we we present a one hit wonder. Two out of three advances. If two out of three votes advances the song. However, we also have our element 
We do the, the crispy golden bacon buzzer. The wild card. Oh yes, the crispy. Wait, super crispy. Super crispy golden bacon buzzer. Golden bacon buzzer. Just way too many words. <laughs> That's the point. Let's right. make an acronym. You actually have to say it in order to use the buzzer. So here's the thing: we can use this up until the final four. So anytime into the elite eight, we can choose to save a band. But here's the problem: if I choose to save a band, and Joel says, "Actually, no, we're going to let the original winner go through," mm-hmm. then I am I'm outvoted. But then if Jake's like, "Actually," Actually, I switched my vote, for example, and that's a three super crispy golden bacon buzzer match. What we're saying is that a crispy, super crispy bacon golden buzzer can cancel on another super crispy bacon golden buzzer. Yes. Yes. And up until, like up until the if this name wasn't so long, it would be a lot Up easier. until the final four, we have, we have a veto because then we're going to let it happen. Because truthfully, and I know I've shared my regret many times, but if we had one of these, Nirvana would have been saved and gone to the final four. That was your fault. And your fault. That I know. My fault. I made the right choice. But honestly, they would have been safe because you would have used your, your super crispy bacon, bacon gold buzzer. Yes. Let's start the show. Let's start. All right. First up, we've got uh, Tainted Love by Soft Cell. Tainted Love. Oh. Tainted Love. I love when we sing different parts of the songs. It's great. Well, we sang the first part last time, so I was oh. mixing it up. Oh, mixing it up, huh? A little bit. Okay. I don't know the words anyways. Sometimes I feel I've got to bump bump. Anyway, Versus... Putting on the Ritz by We Love Tacos. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> Dressing like a million dollar trooper. Bam, bam. Trying hard to look like Gary Cooper. Super bam, trooper. Bam, bam, bam. Super duper. Super duper. <laughs> super trooper. Super, super trooper. I'm going to disco. Shoot a bop bop. Okay, so we have oh, Soft man. Cell versus putting or Taco with Putting on the Ritz. Yeah. Soft Cell peaked at, uh, or Tainted Love peaked at number eight. Putting on the Ritz peaked at number four. We're going to try to be as objective as possible, but as and, we will this down, it's going to get more gonna and more We're going to try to not share the same information we did last time yes, around. Yes, definitely not. So, in, you know, there's some song facts. Like, for example, uh, Tainted Love is a song about someone giving too much to a relationship where the other person doesn't care as much, but still teases more in the relationship. I think you're describing putting on the Ritz on accident <laughs> right now. <laughs> really? You yeah. the wrong notes there? <laughs> yeah. The Irving Berlin song from 1929? Well, and it's funny because the so, uh, Gloria Jones actually recorded, so, uh, I keep saying Soft Cell, Tainted Love in 1964. It's faster paced. It's a different key. Yeah. It sounds like a completely different song. And they took this and made it their own. And that's why I appreciate it. And then you get Taco who also took an older song, Irving Berlin's Putting on the Ritz, and turned it into this kind of weird, I don't know what to call it, a synth pop rap? Yeah. I don't know. Big band-esque, post-big band synth pop? Yeah, it's sure. weird. It sounds <laughs> good to me. That's Greg. 80s. Yeah. Um, yeah. So also, oh, by the way, Ken, yes. you talked about the meaning of tainted love. Yeah. Uh, the title derives from the slang expression to put on the Ritz, meaning to dress very fashionably. The okay. expression was inspired by the opulent Ritz Hotel. The first time I ever heard Tainted Love was in Coneheads. That yeah. movie from the 90s. Yeah. They was do that for, whole, same for you? No, but was I, it I in knew the 80s, actually. Like okay. I, I knew the song, but then I remember the Coneheads. All right, reference. guys. Let's hear your votes. So Putting on the Ritz was number 52 on VH, VH1's One Hit Wonders of the 1980s. And I will, rec- I will reference this a lot. Tainted Love is number five. This one for me is Tainted Love, quite easily. I'm also going to give this one to Tainted Love. Are we giving high fives? You're sick. <laughs> you just spit in your hand. No, I coughed on my hand. Same thing. <laughs> it's moist. We should get some uh, hand sanitizer. Seriously, need some. Some wipes in here. <laughs> uh, you probably shouldn't lick it, Kent. That's... <laughs> Uh, next matchup is going to be Maniac by Michael Cimbello. She's a maniac, maniac, maniac on the floor. floor. What? On the floor. 
On the floor. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. how the song I goes. Said, yeah. I thought you said got the floor. And I'm on like, the floor. Yeah. And she's dancing like she's never danced before. Versus Take On Me by AHA. Things that you say. He's an Wait, what's the the Islanders? I don't know. <laughs> All the things I got to remember is shine away under the sea. Under the sea. <laughs> I like where that went. I, I see a good remix in the future of that song. Oh, man. So take on me. We talked about this. This is a very big one. It's number three on VH, VH1. Maniac's a big one, too. Maniac was number 21 on VH1. And by the way, VH1, the only reason I'm going to reference this is because they are so big into 80s pop culture, especially they when they did I Love the 80s, that mm-hmm. it is kind of seen as like the list. They've got, they've got a list there. It's definitely one to do. Yes. And uh, yeah, but Michael Cimbello, Maniac, peaked at number one on the, hot, on the Billboard Hot 100. It also received an Academy Award nomination. Some of the lyrics don't make sense to me. Like, I just want to read this. Uh, she has danced into the danger zone when the dancer becomes the dance. What That makes perfect sense, Joel. <laughs> if you had danced Joel, before, you would understand. Do you remember that song from that Gremlins moment? that doesn't really fit the movie where the uh, all the Gremlins are having a party? Well, it's like a split second of Gremlins. Yeah, so Michael Cimbello wrote that song. Like He tried to write more soundtracks and it never really worked out. In fact, he just kind of quit the big scene and went on to make jazz albums like from music. Yeah. I think we should take a break and just go dance until you understand the deeper meaning <laughs> of that lyric, Joel. Probably so, but it's got to be Take On Me. It's Take On Me. Sorry, Michael Cimbello. You maniac. All right, next matchup is going to be Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves. I'm walking on, on sunshine. sunshine. Whoa. I decided not to mix that up because. That's a good harmony. I used to think maybe you love me. Now maybe I'm sure. Versus uh, Heart and Soul by T. Powell. T. Powell. Give a little bit of heart and soul. Give a little bit of love to grow. Give a little bit of heart and soul. And don't you make me beg for more. Because it's time. Because I need to Are you making up lyrics, Kit? I can see you are. Give a Afternoon lunch. You kind of went off the rails there, buddy. <laughs> oh, just now? <laughs> a little bit. Um, so the funny thing about the Walking on Sunshine, I want to bring this up, is that, okay, so first of all, it peaked at number nine on the Hot Bill. Yes, it did. On the Billboard Hot 100. And Tapau reached number, or her song reached number four in number the US four. and the UK. Yeah. But uh, Katrina the Way's Walking on Sunshine, she actually conceived it as a ballad. It was going to be this slow love ballad at first. Yes. But then they pepped it up, and for the better. This would have not been a good uh, slow song, I don't think. So, fun fact about Katrina and the Waves. The band broke up in 1999. They sued each other a ton of times. And it prevented Katrina, the lead singer, from using the band name ever, ever on tour. And then they tried and failed to find another Katrina. So the band was like, see you, Katrina. Her her name's not even Katrina, as far as I know. Yeah, it's Kate. Yeah, so they tried to find another one and name her Katrina, just to totally replace her. Yikes. Isn't that mean? But that song is super popular. Like advertisers will pay typically between one hundred and fifty thousand to two hundred thousand a year to play. To use like the I said, the royalties ads. they make on that song alone. It's insane. Yes. Um, by the way, Hartens uh, to Pow. The name to Pow. Pow uh, is the got, the band got their name from a Vulcan elder of the same name in the sci-fi series Star Trek. Did I share that last time? What's that show? No, I don't think you did. Yeah, I don't think so. Hmm. Oh. That's weird. It almost makes me want to vote for Heart and Soul, but I'm going to go Walking on Sunshine. I'm going to agree with you too, Kent. We're agreeing way too ah, much. This is the worst. It's okay. This I'm going to get so sick soon. from this. <laughs> Thanks a lot, sick Joel. All right, next matchup is going to be She Blinded Me with Science by Thomas Dolby. She's poetry in motion. Beep. 
Science! Never gonna give you up! <laughs> no one's gonna know these songs at all. Yeah, we're not doing a great job of singing them, but then again, we're not singers, so. Versus Funky Town by Limp Sync. Funky Town! Funky Town! We, 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 demand, we yeah. demand applause after these performances, Jake. Right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, oh, it wasn't you. I was talking to somebody else. She blinded me with science. Uh, Peaked at number five. And, and Funky Town. Funk number one. Number one in 28 countries at one time. That's pretty great. Wow. Still not my favorite version. I still prefer the pseudo echo version. And I think this is the original and the best. Uh, so this one was number, Funky Town was number 36 on VH1's list. And She Blinded Me with Science was number 12 because it is very. Very 80s. It is. Yes. Uh, Thomas Dolby went on to become a professor at the John at John Hopkins University, and he teaches new media, basically experimental instruments, because that's all he really knew how to do. He's actually a, a songwriter, and he's produced a lot of stuff, but he's disappeared. Now. Where are you? I know. <laughs> well, then you get Funky Town, and all that song really is is about a girl from Minneapolis dreaming about moving to New York. They don't actually say Minneapolis in the show that's actually or in the song that's actually where they're from. And that's what kind of this inspiration because the whole thing is like the whole lyrics of the song are uh, I'm I'm going to make I'm going to move to a town that's right for me, a, ca- yes. a town that'll keep me grooving and keep me moving with some energy. Going to get to funky town. That's the whole premise of the song. So basically Farmington. <laughs> yes, basically. <laughs> Would you take me to mm. Farmington? <laughs> <laughs> Would you take me to Farmington? <laughs> <laughs> These are both very iconic, like but. I have to admit, I like one of these more than the other. Well, I think one's more fun, and I think one is kind of hateable. And I do think She Blinded Me of Science is hateable, but it definitely feels more 80s. It feels more relevant to the time. Remind me the three parts again. 33% performance in the 80s, 33% presence in the 80s. Okay, performance, presence, and personal opinion. Personal preference. I think... Yeah, personal preference. If we're going by that, and granted, we're going to break this system a lot, but then I have to go with Funky Town. You're going to Funky Town? Yes. I'm going to agree with you again. Ah, I feel so sick. All right, next matchup is going to be Dur Commissur by After the Fire. <laughs> Might say it wrong. Yeah, it's fine. Dur Commissur. Dur Commissur. You put like a... Commissur. Dur Commissur. Uh-oh. The, the commissars in town. Uh-oh. That's it. That's all. That's all, we that's really all you know. get. Versus We Are the World by USA for Africa. We are the world. We, we are, are the, the children. children. We are the ones to make a better place. So, so let's, let's start, start living. <laughs> Given or living? Both. Could be both. Given and living. Sure. Joel, that's the message. De uh, Commissar peaked at number five. We are the world peaked at number one. We are the world was the fastest selling American pop single in history. And we already talked about who was all involved in that. We so did. many people. So after so the many. fire, they covered Falco song. And that's what De Commissar is. I, th- I believe the original is called Don't Turn Around, but it's in German. And this so, one's called De Commissar. I, I, I and this one's De Commissar and it's in English. Mostly in English. Yes. It says, and it's like it says, don't turn around. Oh, oh, oh. De Commissar's in town. Oh, oh, oh. So that's the chorus. Like people sometimes will just kind of merge all those words together. But there you go. Yes, just a lot of uh ohs. Uh uh oh. You know, I here's the thing. One was probably more successful, and I think that's We Are the World. But I just don't want it to go forward because there's too many megastars involved. And so I'm gonna have to give it to After the Fire. See, and I'm gonna disagree with you because I'm gonna go for USA for Africa, We Are the World, because when I think of eighties, 
I th- we are the world definitely feels more 80s. I don't, I don't know, but no, I, no. I, I, I hear that and I see all those 80s stars and I think of Hands Across America and I think of love and I'm going to vote for We Are the World. I'd like to teach the world to sing. No, it, it just feels like a greatest hits that it's cheating almost to be on a bracket because it's Stevie Wonder and Michael Jackson and Kenny Rogers. But do you know what cheaters do, Kent? Win. Win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm but, glad we all agree on that. Right, Jacob? You just said win. Nope. Oh. We are the world. Jacob, think. If you knock off Don't your go star, with Joel. you never have to say Uh-oh. it again. You never have to say it again if you knock it off right now. You're making the wrong vote. Uh-oh. But that also means I won't have to hear we are the world saying again if there I knock it out. People dying. If you care enough, they're living. <laughs> yeah. musicians, it a better musicians and We Are the World were greeted at the door with a, with a sign that read, by the way, that's check a different song I say the door. Altogether. How do I choose between two songs I don't want to hear again? By the way, <laughs> so when people came in to record We Are the World, they were greeted by Stevie Wonder, who proclaimed that if recording was not completed in one take, he and Ray Charles, two blind men, would drive everybody home. <laughs> <laughs> would they drive everybody what? home? That's what their threat was when they walked in the door. That was Except the joke. Stevie Rogers, Rogers really can't drive. This has to be drive. one take. Stevie By the way, Rogers? Uh, Stevie. <laughs> the heck is we're, Stevie we're Rogers? Kidding. Did I say Stevie Rogers? Did, yeah. Stevie I was Rogers. looking at Katie Rogers. Uh, Dan Aykroyd is in one of these songs. So I told you that. With that. Oh, which one is he in? He's, He's in, in We Are the, the, the World. Oh, well, let's let's proceed with that one then. No, no, that no. That wins. That was meant to not. No, no. Dan Aykroyd wins every time. I'll never bring that up again. We are the world. Did they just win the whole championship if Dan Aykroyd's in it? (laughs) They might. Done. Yeah, we'll see who else is in these other ones. All right, next match is going to be Axel F by Harold Faltermeyer. Yeah. Nicely done. We agree? Yeah. Well, we'll see. So you guys did it right that time. You applaud yourselves. Thank you. Bacon sales. That's basically we do a good job. Good show, fellas. Pat on the back. Versus Ginny by Tommy Two Tones. 8675309. So Axel F hit number one. And Tommy Two Tone raised number four. Right. Uh, Tommy Two Tone hit number four on the VH1 list because it is very, very 80s. And Axel F was number 69 on the VH1 list. Axel uh, F was only done with synthesizers and drum programming, and it's kind of funny. Tommy Tutone, actually his name's Tommy Heath. He became a computer analyst and a software engineer <laughs> after he left music. Wow, really? Yes. Yeah. I always wonder what these people are up to these days. I know. Uh, I'm. I don't like Jenny that much as a song. I Rude. Under- She's I understand a wonderful girl. I understand its importance, yeah. but here we should have her on as a guest. <laughs> looking at the fact that Axel F peaked higher, and looking at the fact that uh, that song eight six seven five three nine sucks. I'm going to say Axel F should win this. I, I was giving that song a bunch of crap last episode and you were defending it. I had to in the moment. It was against I some thought, other song. I think mm. the lyrics of Axel F are just dirty and disgusting. <laughs> do, 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 oh, you don't even want to know. You don't know what that means so in English. R2, R2D2 yeah. is just offended by Axel F. R2D2 is the instigator on this one. R2D2 cursing basically for a full four minutes. R2D2 is a pervert. Okay. So I'm going to go with Tommy Two-Tone because it's an actual song and not just like an actual song. It doesn't sound just like... you saying composers don't write real songs? No, no. Why are you saying that? Don't do that. He's saying their scores are not real songs. should have said an actual band song. He prefers like used music on soundtracks than an actual original score. That's what he prefers. That's not it at all. Then vote for Axel F. I will not vote for Axel F. That's kind of what it sounded like. I'm going with Tommy Two-Tone because it's a totally 
80s song that isn't just the opening of some movie. It's not even the opening. It's the part when, in fact, Harold Faltermeyer calls Axel F the banana, the banana theme because the part when Axel Foley puts bananas in the tailpipes of the cars to stop them from The working. banana theme? That's what he calls it. Jake, vote for the banana theme. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, don't <laughs> vote for the banana theme. This keeps working against you. I thought that was what no, was you can't. <laughs> that shouldn't uh, sound good. Because the thing is with Tommy Two Tone and Jenny, we still don't know if it's real no, or it not. It became culturally significant. No, 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 I'm saying we don't know if it's real or not. Because they said no, there really was a Jenny. But no, that's the thing. People have been yeah, talking about this for three decades. Whether she's real or not, even the whole band disagrees how, whether she's a real person. How difficult. And Jenny has been called forever. Okay, I just have one books. question. I just have one yes. question. Can can this be played with your nose or oh. can't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. You ready? Yeah, I need to hear this. I hate to touch my face now that I've been giving high fives to Joel. Let me hear. That was gross. It sounded like you played Jenny with your nose. Though. That was Jenny. Oh, yeah. I thought you were doing No, Axel I did Axel F the whole last show. Do you not remember that? Uh, okay. <laughs> Don't, do it. Don't do it when you have a cold. That just makes it gross. I don't have a cold. He doesn't have a cold. A cold. He's just getting one now. Oh, he doesn't yeah. have one yet. All right, Jake, based on those performances. Boom, 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 but you're wanting Axel boom, left, though, right? Boom, no, Tommy Two Tone. Oh, Jake. man, I was boom, so mixed boom, up. Boom, 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 boom. Joel wants Axel left. Axel left for me. He loves song. Eddie Murphy raunchy comedies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Axel left wins. Yeah! Our next match is The Promise by Win in Rome. Sometimes if I shout. It's not what's intended. These words just come He just out. has anger problems. Feels like a dramatic no reading. to bear. That I'm was- sorry, but I'm just thinking of the <laughs> right words to say. Versus Break My Stride by Matthew Wilder. Last night I had the strangest dream. I sailed away to China in a little rowboat to find ya. And you said you had to get your laundry cleaned. Didn't want no one to hold you. What, what does, does that, that mean? She said, ain't nothing going to break my style. Nobody, Nobody going to slow me down. down. Oh, no. going to sing the whole song. Okay. I got <laughs> to keep on moving. Uh, so when in Rome, so the promise peaked in at number 11 and break, break my, my stride. stride. Number five. Number five. Uh, oh, man. This this is not an easy one for me because both these songs kind of remind me of my childhood. Could I give you a fun fact about when in Rome? Please do. So the band hates each other. So they broke up over creative differences in the 90s and, and it continued on. And then remember this song's in Napoleon Dynamite. So one of the guys from the band, I think it's the keyboardist, he was the one that took all the credit for the song. Mm-hmm. They all got paid equally, but he says, that's my song. And so he made an offshoot band called Win in Rome 2, right? The other guys, the original guys, they made Win in Rome UK. And they all sued <laughs> each other to the point where any tribute bands with the name Win in Rome, like Win in Rome Revisited, mm-hmm. cannot exist based on how much litigation there is over Win in Rome. Ooh. So pretty ugly. And then uh, Matthew Wilder, he's produced for No Doubt, Christina Aguilera, Kelly Clarkson, Miley Cyrus. He's been nominated for Academy Award for his scores. the voice of Ling in Mulan. I brought that on the last show. Yeah. Yeah. How dare you bring up a fact I already brought up? I'm sorry. We coordinated so that wouldn't happen. It's a relevant fact. I'm voting for the promise. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, I think that's a cheesy song. I think there's a better song and it's Breaking My Stride. Which has more passion? Which has more power? I'm sorry, but I'm just thinking of the right words to say versus yeah. ain't nothing going to break my style. Nobody going to slow me down. Oh, oh, no. Oh, you're getting me into it now. It no. actually, break my <laughs> well stride done. actually has a really great meaning because he's like, he keeps approaching like his girlfriend and she's saying like, I can live on without you. And he kind of, 
goes his own way where people have to do that and he becomes a stronger person. I sailed away to China in a little rowboat to find you. It's a dream. And you said you had to get your laundry cleaned. Joel, what, what does that mean? Before the hook. You're on the road and now you pray at last. Dreams or, don't make sense. No, hold on. The road behind was rocky, but now you're feeling cocky. You look at me and you see your past. Is that the reason you're running so fast? And she said, nobody's going to break my stride. Jake. Nobody's going to. What, this song uh, what has happens so, next? This song I have has, to know what happens next. Nobody's going to slow me down. Slow me down. Uh, okay. This song has. When this song starts, you're like, oh, my word. This is such a cool and you and or innocent but and then unique you get song. The promise with the which is played in a tetherball scene. It was played in that scene because it's so iconic of the '80s feel that the movie was going for. Yeah, but it's like a cheesy feel because that was all Napoleon Dynamite. When you need a friend, so one peaked higher. Just saying. To a it also made 38 on VH1's list, whereas the promise did not chart at all on VH1's list. I'm sorry, Kent, but this time I'm going to have to agree with you. Yes! Thank you! All right, next matchup is Your Love by The Outfield. I don't want to lose your love tonight. Jake, could you sing the, the falsetto? Do it. Josie's on a vacation far away. Yeah. Oh, man. So bad. <laughs> That's so, good. so bad. I loved it. Uh, versus. Versus 99 Luft Balloons by Nina. 99 Luftballons. That's your only phrase. It's still German. So the outfield peaked at number six. 99 Luftballons peaked number at number two. two. Uh, the Outfield got number 58 on VH1's list, and 99 Left Balloons got number 15, so 58 and 15. Here's what I love about 99 Left Balloons, is the song was actually written because the guitarist saw balloons flying and thought they looked like a spacecraft, and he wondered, well, what would happen if they flew over the Berlin Wall? Not, not exactly, because... Oh, here comes Wikipedia Joel over no, here. No, it was more just along the lines that he read about a story in the paper about these people who thought that this group of Mylar balloons he was He didn't even UFO. see balloons? No, he, I th- well, no, he saw a balloon, but then... He related it back to this oh, okay. other news story about these balloons that were mistaken for an FBO back in 1973. It was kids that was trying to pull a, pr- a prank by putting a bunch of balloons together with a traffic flare. Did you read about what the song was actually about? Yeah, it's actually kind of dark. So 99. This so this is the, the lyrics of the song. I'm interested. Translated to English, but here is the summary. 99 balloons are mistaken for UFOs, and a general sends pilots to investigate. They see that they're balloons, and they decide to shoot them down for fun. So they're like, oh, the general sent us out here, but they're just balloons. So they shoot the balloons down, and there are border nations really close. They notice that the gunfire is going on, and then they start a war. Because they think they're shooting down an actual aircraft. And then a 99-year war ensues, and there's no victor. There's no victor. And in the end, the singer walks alone through the ruins and lets go of one balloon. I think of you. So balloons started a war. Okay. Okay. Also, the funny thing about it is they, uh, Nina, the band Nina, they didn't like the English version. They were kind of forced to make the English version. Okay. But since they recorded it and put it on the air, they never perform it live. They always sing the German version just because that's the better one. So, and I, I feel bad for the outfield because like this is a band that stayed together. Like these guys actually liked each other. They stayed together like through the 90s, but they kind of withered away because grunge came around and their band was just really too soft core. Well, the funny thing is they're an yeah. English band and they came over to America and so they wanted a very uh, American. They, they had an American sound, like an American rock sound. And so they tried to get an American sounding name. 
And so they were called like the baseball boys for a while. Yes. But then when they came over to America, they're like, that's too tongue in cheek. That's too tacky. That's Mm -hmm. too on the nose. So they went with the outfield because they said the outfield was the most left wing kind of thing we liked. Just the random close to baseball, but not actually baseball. And all their albums are like baseball related. It's kind of cheesy. Yeah. But this one has to go to Nina, I believe. This is the bigger and better single, though I do. uh, Your love is a good song. Oh, I love I love your love. It's a better song. I, I love your love. But <laughs> You're welcome. when it comes to 80s new wave, like your love has a timeless, amazing quality to it. I love that song. I listen to it all the time. I'm going to have to give it to 99 Lift Balloons as well. Sorry, Jake. Hmm. Actually, guys, I have something to say. I'm using my crispy bacon buzzer. To put your love ahead? Yeah, I don't want it out already. It's one of the ones I like. Against 99 Lift Balloons? Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm doing that right now. Can't, we can't Let's, let that happen. We're gonna you should, see. Use your buzzer. We're to gonna see what you guys you do. Use with this. your buzzer. You use your buzzer to cancel it out. Then you're, you're gonna still have a buzzer. I know. I'll use it wisely. Let's see what happens here. You'll use it wisely because it's gonna be opposite of me. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> How are you gonna use it wisely? <laughs> Look, if one of us don't use this, then Nina or Nina's gonna lose, and the outfield's going through. There's no way. The outfield should ever beat Nina no, in any no, reality. Jacob, this is a wrong buzzer. This is a wrong buzzer. Can paper, rock, scissors, you know, to see? 34, 34% Can, says personal opinion, and that's why this one goes to this. Yeah, Love Balloons okay, might two be out of three. All right, oh, better two, single. Two well, it's a podcast. We'll do one. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do one. Winner get, has to use their... Uh, are you sure? You got, One of you are going to lose your buzzer for this. I know. Are you so willing to do that? You're going to lose your buzzer for this. All right, so winner doesn't have to use their crispy golden bacon buzzer. Yes. Ready? Joel, are you sure you want he to do did that? Scissors, I did paper, and I'm using my crispy golden bacon buzzer. Thank you, sir. To take out your crispy golden bacon buzzer. Okay. Nina still advances. And I'm going to use my... No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you're the only uh, one with one left. Kit is the, so happy right you're now. You're the only one with the crispy he golden bacon. He is so happy right now. <laughs> I can see him like, yes. Look, I'm going to be kind because we just made a, <laughs> we make compromises this year on Bacon Cell, and so we'll see how it goes. Right, Joel? Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome, Kent. Our right, next match is going to be, come on, and thanks a lot, Joel. <laughs> thanks a lot for that. You're welcome. Jerk. Come on, Eileen, by Dexty's Midnight Runners. <laughs> Eileen, come on. Oh, no, hold on. I'm, come on, yeah. Eileen to the right. Yeah, come on. I, why do they all sound Jamaican? <laughs> <laughs> now you are gone. Now you have grown. Go grown. You can tell. Versus? Versus Voices Carry by Tell Tuesday. Hush, hush, keep it down now. Voices Carry. I like how you weren't even trying to hide the wrong lyrics. I don't even care. <laughs> oh, man. Come on, Eileen. Oh, Voices Carry. Voices Carry is a good song. Peaked at number eight. Come on, Eileen. Peaked at number one. So the Dexys Minute Runners, they had three albums. They're all very experimental. With every album change, they had a new outfit. The lead singer eventually let pressure get to him and uh, reviews as well. And he, so he started having drug abuse issues and they disbanded in 1987. Sad. They did reunite eventually, but that was kind of like the end right there. Uh, Till Tuesday, this song is actually a song about the breakup between Amy Mann and the band's drummer who were dating. Yeah, how'd you like to be the drummer in the band that she's singing about? Yeah, that'd be awkward. awkward. Poor While drummers everywhere. Amy Mann, by the way, if you haven't watched Portlandia, she has a hilarious kind of uh, yeah, it's great story arc in Portlandia, and that's one of the reasons I think Amy Mann is so funny because she has a very good sense of humor. So and also good solo act. So actually, the the band broke up after the third album. It didn't do very well. So Amy Mann had a tour under the band's name. So she was solo. She got a new backing band because the studio wouldn't allow her to go solo for three or four years. Really? So she was just till Tuesday. 
until she could finally, in 1992, go solo. Well, she's going to go solo on this one, too, because I'm voting for Come On Eileen. Yeah, easily. Yeah. There we go. All right, next up is Never Any Story by Limal. Turn around. Look at what you see. You sound like a monk choir at that point. Oh, oh, the Never Any Story. Versus It's Raining Men by the Weather Girls. It's Raining Men. <coughs> Hallelujah, it's Raining Men. <laughs> Amen. A great sound effects. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about the peak here. We got Never Any Story peaks at 17 on the Hot 100. Yes, it did. And Raining Men, 46. So Never Any Story does defeat this one in ranking, but doesn't defeat it in our hearts. Here's the really sad story about the Weather Girls. No one really knows them, right? Like the people that could have sang this song like we talked about could have been Diana Ross or Donna Summer. But they had better sense. They had better sense. But it still it would have fit well with them. But the, the Weather Girls, they kind of broke up. And most of the band, band like a couple years later, they joined a German TV final for like a Eurovision song contest. And they got 13th out of 15th place. <laughs> wow. Poor Weather Girls. But it yeah. did, VHS did rank the song number 35 in their greatest 80s one. VHS. Because it's pretty much v- the same. V- no, but it's true. It's totally true. <laughs> Uh, and then you get Never Ending Story. And by the way, Limhall's real name is Christopher Hamill. And he got his name Limhall by mixing around the letters in his last name Hamill. So Limhall is a... How clever. Yeah. Hey, Limhall's way better. Limhall. Yeah. Limhall. You guys want to go Limhall later? The thing I love about Never Ending Story... The thing I love about Never Ending <laughs> Story... is a good effort. ...is how the song fades in and fades out. I was listening to it tonight. So it never ends. Okay. Here's the problem. I'm listening to the playlist tonight as I drop Joel off at his house and I get to an intersection. We hang and out. I'm, <laughs> what? Yeah. Long story short, I, I didn't I have a car. And so I'm listening... My music is blaring and it's never ending story. And I'm like, I love how this music, this song fades out just as it begins. And you could play the song on for loop. eternity. Yeah, on an endless loop. And then the next song that came up was It's Raining Men. And my, <laughs> my, my, my stereo is still really loud. And I'm it's like, raining. I don't even care. <laughs> Let it happen. The one thing I don't like about Never Ending Story, though, is the lyrics. Like, just read some of these lyrics to you. Okay. Rhymes that keep their secrets will unfold behind the clouds. And thereupon a rainbow is the answer to a never-ending story. Is that Jack Frost? What does that Jack mean? Jack Frost? That's just what so perfect. Robert Frost? <laughs> Hold on, I have to wipe away some tears. It's beautiful. Never-ending story. What does that story. mean? It doesn't even rhyme. It means nothing. But then you get Raining Men and it says, Humanity's rising, barometer's getting low. According to, us, according to all sources, the street's the place to go. <laughs> it's straightforward. You know, you know what's happening. It's a song. little too straightforward there's sometimes. A storm, <laughs> there's a storm coming and it's men. There's a storm coming. <laughs> Okay. All right. Let's hear what you guys so are going to say. Is, it's Raining Man is the song that got Joel so many dances back in junior high. <laughs> Never Ending Story was kind of like the iconic theme song of my youth based on the movie it was around. Uh-huh. And Lim All just has a major presence in the 80s with this and uh, Kajagoogoo. I have to give this one to Never Ending Story on you, my side. I don't know why you would, though. because I do think It's Raining Man is a more fun song. But the one that I and was what, embarrassed to hear, wonders. the one that, okay, It's Raining Men, the reason I'd vote against it, it feels like a 70s song. You think? It really feels it like, a, like a 70s does. disco song, yeah. whereas Never Ending Story, it's dated, but it's definitely dated in the 1980s. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to vote for Never Ending Story, too. Oh, man. Really? <laughs> I fought so hard for that. Joel, you really had me worried. That Quit it was gonna teasing. Go, oh, no. That was, well, you guys I, made me feel a lot better. I, That's the only thing I'd use the bacon buzzer for is to kill. The Weather Girls is kitsch. Weather Girls. Weather Girls is kitsch. It's fun. I didn't expect it to go more than one round. Oh, man. I thought I was going to have to fight. 
Next up is Don't Worry Be Happy by Bobby McFerrin. Here's a little song I wrote. Let me get on the same timing as Joel. <laughs> be happy. Don't worry, be happy. I feel like we could have been Islander on that song. That one we didn't. Yes. (laughs) Of all the ones to do it on. Versus One Night in Bangkok by Murray Head. One night in Bangkok makes the hot man humble. Not much between despair and ecstasy. Okay. So Murray Head, One Night in Bangkok, peaked at number three. Don't worry, be happy, peaked at number one. Oh, man. Okay. Bobby McFerrin has 23 studio albums. Murray Head has 16 studio albums. 23. Rolling Stone has a list of the 15 best whistling songs of all time. (laughs) And Bobby McFerrin made that list, you guys. Here's the thing. As he should, honestly. People forget forget that Don't Worry Be Happy is acapella. There's no actual instruments in there. And this is before acapella was aka awesome. Have you? Oh, (laughs) Joel. Joel. uh, Have you seen the TED Talk by Bobby McFerrin? No, I have not seen the TED. So what he does up on stage because like how to how to fail over and over again with your album. That, no, 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 no. He's still quite successful. Snarky In fact, Jacob, yeah. uh, Jake, he's also a professor. So he's he a fellow professor, and he teaches like song theory. And what he does is he'll actually lead the audience. And they sing notes based on where he jumps. It's almost like a game. He'll jump here and they'll sing a note. And he plays a song just by jumping places. And the the audience sings the song. It's a great TED Talk, actually. Hmm. That sounds fun. Uh, Although it's not speaking of Don't Worry, Be Happy, which is like so grating. Don't worry. What? So the grating? song is like. Oh please! No, it no, is no. The most pleasant song out there. But you've heard it so many times. That's because I listened to it so many times. No, I it's because the to. radio played it so many times. Are you? Does it really make you happy? Yes. Don't worry, be happy. Yes, it does. It uh, honestly does elevate my experience. Does Bangkok make you happy? That one night in Bangkok? <laughs> yeah, one night did. He actually is uh, <laughs> family friendly. <laughs> so here's the thing, like. Uh, don't worry, be happy. Song of the year in 1989 Grammy Awards. Best male pop vocal performance. It knocked off Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses from the number one slot. I hate when songs tell me what to do. And, <laughs> and that song surely was bossing me around. One Night in Bangkok is actually, it was uh, banned in Thailand because they felt it its lyrics caused misunderstanding about the Thai society and how to show respect towards Buddhism. But that's the thing. It's actually like kind of cool lyrics. Like the way it's written out is like it Siam's really is going to be a witness Thailand. to the ultimate test of cerebral fitness. This grips me more than would a muddy old river or reclining Buddha. That's that's a way too bossy for me. I don't like that song. So fun fact, Joel, and I think this will make you like One Night in Bangkok a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, his I like name, well, I like One Night in Bangkok for the record. I just don't think it would Murray Head's full name happy. is Murray Seafeld St. George Head. That is his full <laughs> name. But guess who his brother is? Uh, Brian Head. Anthony Stewart Head. <gasps> Giles. Giles. No. Giles' brother sings One Night in Bangkok. You're kidding. I loved this fact. That is awesome. That's crazy. I didn't come across that. Yeah, and you know, you Giles, that one. Giles like, sang in, in Buffy as well. Is, yeah, he should be explaining, yeah. So, yeah, Giles is in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He's the librarian slash Anthony Stewart Head is in Buffy the Vampire Slayer Yes, Giles. Giles is. <laughs> and his singer, his brother is singer Murray Head. That's funny. Still voting for Don't Worry, Be Happy, but that's Yeah, funny. me too. What? <laughs> yeah. You jerk. <laughs> you pulled a Joel. I, I actually love One Night in Bangkok. So it's a song I. that I would listen to today, whereas I don't want to listen to Don't Worry, Be Happy. But oh, if we I knock that out, know. that's cruel. That is wrong. And crazy. Yes. All right, next match. Missing You by John Waite. I ain't missing you at all. Missing you. Since you've been gone. gone. Away. Away. Is it over? Yes, it's over. Versus Rapper's Delight by the Sugar Hill Gang. A hip 
Hop, a hip into the hip, hop, don't hip, stop, hip, don't, don't stop, stop rocking to the boogie to beat. It's even yeah. worse than last time. It's, it's a challenge to hotel sing. motel holiday inn. You should have been you should have been prepping with this one. I actually looked at the lyrics. I'm like, I can't do that. I can't, I'm too white. No, it's it's difficult <laughs> to sing. It's even more difficult to listen to. I choose <laughs> "Missing You" by John Waite. Really? I okay. Can't I went through the lyrics to see kind of like you know pull out fun lyrics. Yeah, not a lot of fun lyrics in there. There's a lot of non-family friendly lyrics in oh, there. Oh, really? I was surprised by how much was in the song. I was like, ah, I'm not enjoying like this. On Rapper's Delight? It's kind of just, it's objectifying uh, no, 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 no. almost the entire time. This would be the first... Basically ra- our last episode. How well, can you say that a rap well, song has derogatory <laughs> lyrics about women, Joel? Well, uh, well, That's never happened before. Th- these, these are, are there ones, violent lyrics too? These are the ones I could, p- I could pull. How dare they? Well, I'm imp the dimp, the ladies pimp. The women fight for my delight, but I'm the grandmaster with the three MCs that shock the house for the young ladies. Yeah, that's just. Nothing. I feel motivated there's, right there's now. There's nothing going on there. No, it's that thing. Is, it's, is no, that the worst so lyrics you can 14, find? No, that's. Like, I, I pulled those lyrics because they were more innocuous compared to the other stuff in there. Because there's some weird stuff in there. Okay, but here's the thing. You ran it through Urban Dictionary. There's multiple all the lyrics. There's multiple versions <laughs> of the was song. Like, Whoa. There's multiple versions of the song. One of them is 14 minutes long. I listened to that whole thing. I hated it. I really did. That is your so, fault. Because I was why trying, would I was you tra- listen to the 14 minute version? The full experience. It's funny that you said they were a little harsh in the lyrics because these guys never charted again, the Sugar Hill Gang. And then in 1999, they reunited and they made a children's hip hop album. Like that's where they went from there. Yeah. Trying to cash in on that. Uh, and also John Waite, he's the former lead singer of The Babies and Bad English, who we talked about, not The Babies, but Bad English in well, our... Can oh, you imagine 14 English. minutes of any of like 14 minutes of Don't Worry, Be Happy? Ooh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what a murder. 14 someone. minutes of never story, Kent. Yeah, I would do it right now. There you go. Uh, also, with the rapper's delight, they actually sampled uh, Chick's Good Times, that song, Good Times. And that was actually resulted in a lawsuit, which then, it was before kind of people were sampling everything. And so it became a huge copyright infringement lawsuit. And the settlement was out of court. And uh, they were able to give them credits. And so it was able to work out. So it also just ripped off other songs. And Sugar Hill Gang, I don't believe they're a one hit wonder. Do you want to know why? 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 Because they also sing, din, 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 din. Tonto, jump on it, jump on it, jump That's, on it. Sir makes a lot. No, it's Apache by Sugar Hill Gang. Is that true? Yes, that is true. No, it said they never charted again. They didn't chart in the U.S. That charted so in the wait, U.K. That was Sir Mix-a-Lot charted with that song? No, not Sir Mix-a-Lot, Sugar Hill Gang. No, I know, but that song didn't become popular is until it, Sir Mix-a-Lot. Is it just sampling by Sir Mix-a-Lot? No, he full on remade the song then. Jump on it? Yes. Mixlot did that? Yes. I don't remember the Mixlot version. I only yeah. remember the Sugar Hill Gang. You remember the Fresh Prince of Bel Air one? Yeah. Yeah, of course you do. I can read some more lyrics <laughs> of Sugar Hill Gang if you want. I'd rather you not. I, I, I'd love to hear some. <laughs> do we really want to spend this much time on this matchup? It's missing you, John Waite. Uh, Sugar Hill Gang. Totally Sugar Hill Gang. The one, one song is in the Library of Congress, and it sure ain't John Waite. <laughs> you must like soap stars, because I'm pretty sure John Waite's Jacob, a soap star, Jacob. Joel. On the cover of John Waite's album, he looks like Dracula. Come on. John Waite sounds That's a like, terrible argument. John Waite sounds like my fifth grade teacher who taught us in a portable. John Waite. Sugar Hill Gang would he never He sounds do like that. a guy with a drinking problem. He sure does. <laughs> Sugar Hill Gang for the win. You see me, uh, John Waite again, Joel? I ain't missing you at all. Missing you. You fought to put this on the whole bracket. Since you've been I forgot gone about it. Song so forgettable. Away. <laughs> or the first iconic mm. rap R and B song. These are both really good. Jacob, missing you is a song about a guy who keeps saying how much he doesn't miss the girl in the chorus. Joel, don't make me sing the lyrics about, of Sugar Hill Gang. Then during the chorus, he starts kind of leading into missing her again, and then he hits the chorus again, like, "No, I ain't missing you at all." This is like him trying to come to grips with a breakup. That's a good sell. That's a much better sell. Thank you. I, I've already forgot the last one you tried. That was a really bad one, but. <laughs> 
He was um, Dracula on the album cover. Yeah, that was it. Nope, see, now it's a bad selling it. Yep. <laughs> oh, gosh. Rappers He's in the Young and the Restless. Rapper's Delight, though. And there's a storm that's raging. Okay, here's the thing. Through yeah, my frozen heart Jake tonight. Delight. You, yeah. I hear your name in certain circles, and it always makes me smile. Here's the thing. Could you ever watch a movie and all of a sudden you hear missing you playing? You'd be like, why is this in a movie soundtrack? You mean, oh, you mean 22 Jump Street and The Great Outdoors? As a joke. Oh, Great Outdoors, which was made in the 80s. So that song was actually relevant at that time. And 22 Jump Street because it was hilarious as when they a, played it. Yeah, but it was as a joke. But you hear Rapper's Delight in any movie and you're like, yeah, here we go. And you see all those wannabe this, posers trying to song, rap along to it. That's us making so. <laughs> Rapper's Delight Ooh. for sure. This is hard because I probably prefer one to the other, but... The one I prefer less is probably more relevant to... Peak, missing You peaked at number one. Rapper's Delight only peaked at 36. Jeez, really? But remember, started a an entire mu- music movement. The inf- influence of Sugar Hill Gang. You know what starts a movement? It's still going. A big meal. And is actually outselling every other artist today. Rap and R&B outselling everything else. Except for maybe Weird Al. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that in there for I appreciate Joel. It. Yeah. I appreciate it. I prefer Missing You. But can't I really do think? And Ian, you've got your buzzer ready, I bet. Because make him use it. No, make no, I'm, I'm actually. Buzzer. I want to use it for something I actually care about. Can't I'm gonna have to agree with you on this one. Yes, I think the influence is too big. Yes, and it is a really good song. It is. It's no, no. It's very catchy. Don't listen to the lyrics, song. Joel. Except when Kent That's sings all it. That's is, is lyrics. When Kent isn't singing it, it is extremely catchy. I uh, said hip, hip, a hip to the hop. You don't stop. See that? It's for fun. That. It's you put down the beat, <laughs> and all I'm a pimp, <laughs> that's, that's a and all my bros too. come with me that's to the MC. You out? No. It's the only hip hop really on here too. Yeah. See, we need to represent. Represent. All right, next matchup is Whip It by Devo. When a problem comes along, you must whip it before something goes wrong. You must whip it when you own a thong. <clears throat> own a thong? Don't, don't whip I it. Don't do, not, do not whip that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds uncomfortable. Uh, versus St. Elmo's Fire by John Parr. Gotta be on band in motion. All I need is a pair of wheels <laughs> to be near the future's line. St. Elmo's Fire. What key is he in? Uh... A I plus. don't even know. <laughs> so here's the thing. The the here's what Devo thinks that should be whipped. Everything Devo thinks that should be whipped. I'm ready. When a problem comes along, cream that sits out too long. Ah, oh, that's what it was. <laughs> whip it. When something's going wrong, whip it. A good time that turns around, you must whip it. And you can't get away until you whip all these things. Makes sense. The really deep lyrics. Cream that sits out too long. You must whip it. And then there's St. Elmo's Fire, which is the song for, I mean, the movie, essentially. For the movie St. Elmo's Fire, but also is originally written by David Foster for the Canadian athlete Rick Hansen, who was going around the world in his weird wheelchair to raise awareness for spinal cord injuries. And actually the lyrics... So the whole man in motion... Yeah, and it says like... All I need, all, yeah, I'm going to be your man in motion. All I need is a pair of wheels. Take me to where the future's lying. And it's actually a better song for that because it doesn't really fit the story of the movie. The movie's not all that good. But no, it's, no, it's, a, it's a better song like as a motivational song. Oh, it's an amazing motivational yes. song. Like that. that one, Samuel's Fire gets you pumped up, but 80s One Hit Wonders has got to go to Whip It. Yeah, yeah, easily. Whip It Good. Next match is going to be Too Shy by Kajagugu. Hey, girl. <laughs> Move a little closer. Dude, <laughs> that should have been my intro. <laughs> <laughs> you... <laughs> <laughs> You're too shy, shy, hush, 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 I do I. Too 
Shy, shy. Hush, hush, hush. hush. I do I. <laughs> that was just a mess, but I love it. Versus Mickey by Tony Basil. Oh, Mickey, what a pity you don't understand. You take me by the heart when, when you, you take, take me, me by the hand. hand. Oh, Lucy, I'm the laughing leader of the band. So here's to you, Lucy. Oh, here we go. I love you, Drew, Lucy. Oh, Lucy. Let's babaloo, Lucy. <clears throat> here comes hey, the Weird Al references, yeah. of course. So Turn. Two Shy Peaked at number five. <laughs> Mickey Peaked went number, number one. one. Uh, this song was rumored to be about Mickey Dolenz from The Monkees. But Tony Basil said she didn't actually really know him that well. They were in a, a movie together called Head. It was a really, really weird movie, but she didn't really know him, yeah, so she like that one. disproved that. Also, it's not Mickey isn't the original song. The original song was Kitty, Kitty, and it was recorded, written by, uh, recorded by UK music group Racy during like, 1979. Like, hey, Kitty, you're so fine. Oh, Kitty, you're so fine. No, no, no. They don't, they don't, sorry, they don't have the chant in the original song. Oh, it's just that. Oh, Kitty, what a pity you don't understand. You take me by the heart. And you know what's crazy about that? Tony she, Basil didn't make any money. Didn't make any money? Didn't make any money from this song. All the money goes to the songwriter. She did come up with the cheer. The she cheer did. is original, but everything else is the that song. You know what else blew my Kinda mind? Kind of like Bittersweet Symphony and the Verve. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. 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 They lost everything. Uh, so yeah, because they, they didn't get the rights for it correctly. Uh, but Run DMC's It's Tricky. I didn't realize this, but it's a take on Mickey. Like, oh, it's that makes tricky sense. tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right on top. It's tricky. Like, they actually use kind of the same rhythm and cadence and... That's the same thing. And the, the even the rhyme, almost. This is a really good matchup because it's Kajagugu, who is yep. so 80s. To shy, shy. For Tony Basil. Hush, hush, uh, so also, Kajagugu, they eventually, so they kicked Lamal out of the group. And they said right it was after, kind of... Right after this became a hit. And they, they were just like... The group. They're really? like, we just went different, different ways, and he was kind of on a different planet. They said, his lifestyle is so different from ours. We're very normal people, whereas Lamal likes bright lights. Yes. So and, he's, like, he's like a moth. But here's the thing. They, they, <laughs> <laughs> that I love lamp. Uh, Kaja Gugu actually rebranded as Kaja and didn't really do too well. And they broke up in 1985. Well, no, they well, were two bands into Kaja and Gugu Dolls. But did they, <laughs> <laughs> well, one really no, took off. Not true. Not <laughs> true. Twist. Uh, it's, I, this one is tough because these are both so 80s, but I, I have to go first. with Mickey. You're going to go with Mickey? Yep. Then I'll go to Too Shy because I feel like ah, I like both these songs, but I, I think they both deserve a vote. So, okay, you're right. Yeah, Jacob, you can be the deciding factor. I think I'll break. Although this is a really good matchup, you're right. But I'm going to go with Mickey. Yeah, it's Mickey. I understand that. All right, guys, next match is going to be Cars by Gary Newman. In Cars. Versus Eco Eco, the bell stars. Eco Eco. Eco Eco. My grandma and your grandma. Yeah, how do I say that? Sitting by the fire. My grandma says to your grandma, I'm going to set your flag on fire. Talk about hey now. Hey now. Eco Eco Ane. Giacomo Fina Anane. Giacomo Fina Ane. That's a fun Yay one. Us. That's a fun one. Yay, bacon cell. We can sing gibberish. <laughs> um, no, it's funny because the gibberish actually, like, there's actually Mardi Gras New Orleans songs that have this phrase in it and this this tune in it. And some say it's just gibberish. Some say it has voodoo undertones and has symbolism into New okay. Orleans magic, which I like. That's, that actually sounds very fitting. Uh, that song, Iko Iko, was covered six... Iko Iko. Iko Iko. It's covered... Six, <laughs> no, no. Ujibah. Ujibah. It's from Crash Bandicoot, right? Yeah, it's Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Uh, covered six times. 
Yes, there's lots of other bands before. And I listen to a lot of the versions, and I love them all. It's such a catchy tune. Guess how many times the word cars is said in the in the song Cars. In oh, cars. Lots. 37. <laughs> 37 times. 37 times. But there's one song that is very 1980s, and it's Cars by Gary Newman. I listened to a, a cover of Cars, or by the way, by yeah. Fear Factory, They're an American heavy metal band. Really fun. Was it really? Look up Fear Factory's version of Cars. Okay. Enjoy it, because you're not going to hear it, because I'm going to voting for Ico Ico. Jake? I had to go with Eco Eco on this one because you yeah. want to say it. Uh, cars is too annoying. Yeah, it's really it's annoying. It's very 80s. It's very new wave. And Gary Newman, like, it's funny because, like, well, shouldn't he, that win? Well, no, that's the thing is, I like it, but I don't like, I don't know. I just didn't know the like song is for it. aggravating, but it, with the video and, like, who Gary Newman is, it feels like it fits. Well, it's funny because he has this whole look to him, and it's because he had acne. So he wore heavy white makeup to kind of cover it up and made it himself look really pale. And that became kind of his look and like a look for a lot of those bands in the 80s. That's what I did when I was 15. <laughs> you know, I did wearing makeup. Hey, you know, I did when face. I was 18. I set your flag on fire. Mm. Okay. Talk about hey, no, hey, no, <laughs> hey, no, hey, no. All right, guys. Last one to get through the. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, we got to hurry. We got to go faster. We'll go yeah, to, yeah. Well, it'll go much faster after this. We've cut half of them out. Mexican Radio by Walla Voodoo. I hear that. I feel the hot wind on my shoulder going into the south of the border. We're on a Mexican radio. <laughs> Versus Video Kill the Radio Star by the Bugles. Oh, oh. I met your children. Oh, oh. What did you tell them? Video killed the radio star. <laughs> uh, video killed the radio star. Easy. I hate Mexican radio. I actually really enjoy Mexican radio. I think it's funny that it actually became a hit. But yeah, it's going to go video killed the radio star. Up top. And just as a reminder to you, Kent, your crispy bacon buzzer is only permitted up until the final four and not into the final four. I wouldn't four. have tried to push mm-hmm. that song through. That's your Jacob, fault. That we all love. We all love your love. But we were I know you do. Through. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> that was worth it. I, I don't regret that at all. All right. Hopefully do I don't this. later on. All right. Of all the people that have a crispy golden bacon buzzer, we've got to choose the villain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I know. I mean, yeah. I that saw, sounds great. I saw... His heart glowing from over here when you lost that, Joel. Kent's E.T.? <laughs> Be villainous. Finger boob. boob. <laughs> uh, Thanks for playing along. You have touched my hand a lot tonight. Yes, I have. <coughs> I'm fine. Next matchup, Tainted Love versus Take On Me. Tainted oh, Love. Oh. oh, this is bad. This is really bad. These are both oh, we're not singing really, anymore, really right? Really we're good. good. Okay, no more singing. Okay, we're good. No, there's, no I was going to say, we're getting to this now where we got to get just through these, but these, this is a difficult one. Holy cow. One thing I want to bring up about uh, Morton Harkett, yeah. the lead singer, is that he holds the longest, the world record for longest live note held. Was it with his nose? No. Oh. But I'm going to play it for you now. It's 20 seconds long, this note. 20 seconds? 20 That's seconds. Time. Which doesn't sound a lot until you hear it. Ready, guys? He's so he's warming up here. And just one yep. Here it comes. Here it comes. So a long Stop. time. He's still going. And he, he, listen, it's a solid note. No, he's staying on it. He's going to crack here in a sec. There oh, there he goes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then he hits a high note after. Impressive. Wow. 
yeah. Anyway, so just that I want to show that clip because it's impressive. But I don't know which I'm gonna I'm oh, gonna go for. Well, soft sell. Tainted Love was covered by Marilyn Manson, Joel, if that helps you decide. Oh, so I'm going to do 20 seconds of impressive notes, and you're going to do... It was covered by Tainted Love, or by, by Marilyn Manson. Yes. AHA actually has the... I don't know if they hold it anymore, but they have the record for the crowd, and this was probably up until the 90s, 198,000 attendees. Wow. Is that That's nuts? a lot of attendees. That's like yeah. just as that's like almost as much as we get in like a day at Bacon Cell. Yeah, that's like <laughs> yes, half that's as many exactly listeners right. as we get. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but think about... Okay. I, I'm already, I know what I'm going to vote for. I'm voting for Take On Me, even though the lyrics don't make much sense to me. But, cause I, I actually... Do you guys know the lyrics? Have well, you we're talking them? away. I don't know what I'm to say. I'll say it anyway. Today's another day to find you. What does that even mean? Like, even the chorus, hey, Take On Me, Joel, Take Me On, I'm, I'll, I'll be sh- gone in a day or two. I'm shying away. Yeah. I'll be coming for your love, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> But the, it's about the music video. When I think of 80s new one-hit wonders, Here's the thing. that music video is amazing. The story of the music video actually is kind of terrible. You no, guys bring up music videos so much, they should be like in the ratio. Yeah. It's well, like that's 10% yes. music actually, video. For this song, it kind of is because it won so many awards. I can't remember Tainted Love's music video. This one, so a woman's in a diner. She's drawing a sketch. The sketch is a, of a man. He winks at her. She gets weirded out. He pulls her into the picture. They have this whole adventure. They're getting chased inside a comic book. And at the end, he is a sketch come to life. And Wait, are you telling me about your dreams wall. last night yeah. or is this about the song? He's a, he's a sketch who slams Last night the wall he had real. the strangest dream. Soft Cell, it was really sad. They got really famous and then they started using drugs. And in 1984, they, they broke up. They reunited a few times since then and they did a remix album, but they never really hit it big, obviously. Pretty sad stuff. Dun, 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 oh, Take dun, On Me, dun, dun, easily. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. I should have said that like an hour ago. It's Take On Me. All right, next up is Walking on Sunshine versus Funky Town. I'm going to vote for Walking on Sunshine just because I feel like that peppy, happy song. I feel like, honestly, like like uh, Funky Town has kind of a sleepier feel to it. And it does well, feel a little more 70s Joel, to Joel, me, a little more disco, whereas... Joel, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. <laughs> so Funky Town, though, reached number one. Whereas Walking on Sunshine, number nine. True, but Walking on Sunshine is still making money today. Where's Funky Town? I don't it's, see. It's still making money. I don't no, see. That's still doing stuff. Yeah. I don't see Toyota commercials. Like with Funky every Town. every Fairly Brothers comedy in the '90s had Funky Town, and I swear, probably. Yeah. That's not really <laughs> answering where they're what they're where they're at today. Is it in well, the Is it in the Green Book where the where, Farley Brothers are doing where, that? Where are the Fairly? Oh yeah, they are doing the Green Green Book. Yeah. That's so weird. I'm gonna have to agree with Walking, Walking on Sunshine. Sunshine. It's just a really cheerful song, and Funky Town, it's fun, but it does kind of feel like a 70s song. It, it does feel like a more of a 70s song. We, yeah, Cherry isn't the criteria here. It's more 80s one-hit wonders, and yeah, it's got to be Walking on Sunshine. All right, next match. We Are the World versus Axel F. Hmm. We Are the World, number one. Axel F, number three. Herod Faltemeyer, 20 albums. We Are the World, one single. Yes. I've got to give this one to Axel F. It's so much more 80s. Like that, I hear that. I think Neon. I think Miami Vice. I think Axel F. I think Joel. What's more 80s than Huey Lewis? The news. <laughs> the news? Yeah. I, I, they <laughs> Huey Lewis. They weren't the invited. Kim Carnes, Hall of Notes. Cindy Lauper was on USA for it's Africa. It's cheating, like you said, Ken. It's totally cheating. It's, it's Axel F. Yes! Come hear it one more time. With nose or with uh, mouth guitar? Mouth guitar. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, sorry. You couldn't really tell it was nose before. I did need... <laughs> See, like when, I, when we're listening, I don't know if you can tell. Ken is literally using his nose to make that sound. Everyone. So everyone, here's a lesson. You push one nostril in like this, right? This and looks like the recipe for a snot rocket. You, it is as well. So if you work at Arctic Circle, you push one nostril in <laughs> like this, and then you start Not going. A sponsor. You start, you start strumming the other nostril like this. So I don't want to hear about Kent's Saturday nights. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's copyrighted. Oh, oh no, we owe money. It's actually not anymore. <laughs> Public domain. All right, next up is Break My Stride versus 99 Luff Balloons. Unfortunately, not your love. Yeah, but 99 Luff Balloons deserves to be in here and it deserves to advance against Matthew Wilder. So I'm going to say 99 Luff Balloons. I'm going to go with Break My Stride. Oh, please. Because it. Careful, Kemp. I'm the one with the buzzer, aren't I? <laughs> Aren't I? Look, yes, actually, actually I just say that because I want to give this song its credit because this is the song I've played more on the Spotify playlist than any other song. Yes, here. we have a Spotify playlist at baconcell.com. Check it out. We'll share the link songs. again. Matthew Wilder, for some reason, I am like, I want to get his discography just to hear if any other songs sound like this, which sad to say, a lot of these one hit wonders don't sound anything like their one hit wonders. They actually get really experimental and bad. It is funny to me, just the nature of a one hit wonder, how one song will resonate so well yes. and nothing else on the album or their entire catalog so because i just gave him his credit and i really love that song i i can't go against 99 left balloons the legacy is too strong i thought not i I wasn't gonna i was gonna have to vote against you actually well i have the buzzer don't i you do not the don't doubt my power let's see what kent does with this one come on eileen versus never ending story come on eileen come on eileen <laughs> because I, I I love not burning story. I love the movie. I love the soundtrack. It's all so so magical and wonderful. But eighties, my dad had a tape of this music video, and I used to watch it all the time of them dancing around in the streets of Ireland and in their overalls with no shirts on and, and beanies on their heads. Like for some reason, every other weekend, so eighties. Oh man, it's really funny that eternity is kind of the theme here because there's never ending story. And one of the lyrics in Come On Eileen is, and you'll hum this tune forever. forever. Dun, dun, dun. Which funny, because I, I sing along to Come On Eileen all the time. Sure. I never sing the right lyrics. Like oh, the, yeah, the lyrics, not. I want to read these. Poor old Johnny Ray. I got that one because the music video, it spells it out. Yes. Sounded sad upon the radio, but he moved a million hearts in mono. Our mothers cried, sang along, who'd blame them? Also, the, the lyrics are actually really inspirational, like, or at least happy. It's like these people around here wear beat down eyes, sunken smoke, dried faces. They're resigned to what their fate is. But not us. No, never. No, not us. No, never. We're far too young and clever. So it's like a happy we song. We are far too young and clever. Bum, bum, ba, da, Tura, lura, lura. Tura, lura. It's come on, Eileen, for the win. Yeah, I'm going against Yay! my heart on this one, but it's just too good. <sighs> All right, next up, Don't Worry, Be Happy versus Rapper's Delight. Don't I, worry, I wonder happy. which one Don't worry, be happy. Go I wonder which one you're going to go for. You hate Don't Worry, Be Happy. I love it. You like Rapper's Delight. I don't. So. Don't Worry, Be Happy was inspired by an Indian mystic and sage named Meher Baba. And if you remember the music video for that one, it's like it's uh, Robin Williams and Bobby McFerrin and one other comedian I can't name just dancing around being goofy. It's also the song that taught me what litigation was. Really? Because he says uh, the... Landlords say your rent is late. He may have to litigate, but don't worry. 
And I always thought it was lift the gate. And then when I found out what it was, I'm like, what does litigate mean? And then I found out. So educational as well as inspirational. Okay. Well, I also wrote a point parody. to that one. Yeah. Talking about litigation. Yay. I also wrote a parody of Don't Worry, Be Happy. While it was on my mission, back home to my mom. Being, I'm don't, ready. Don't worry, mom. I'm happy. It was that whole thing. Don't worry. No I'm hugging, happy. No hugging, no kissing. I can't even flirt. Can't grow a mustache like Uncle Bert. But don't worry. Do you really have an Uncle Bert? I do. Oh, <laughs> oh! For that reason alone, that song wins. <laughs> yes, dear old Uncle Bert. All right, next up is Whip It. Why would I write a song parody about a, a non-existent uncle who has you a mustache? You could just be making it up. Why would you write a You're song parody about like, a Bobby McFerrin song? Yeah, why not? You love that song so much. Oh, Why not include a fictional uncle? I do, I do. <laughs> that, that is not out of the scope of things that could happen. When Honestly, you're that. for how your mind works. Uh, All right, Whippet versus Mickey. The funny thing about Whippet is it wasn't made into a parody by Weirdo Yankovic. But, wait, one. it really wasn't? No, but Dare to be Stupid is an homage to the genre of Devo. So it's because of Whippet and all those songs that we get uh, Dare to be Stupid, which is one of my favorite Weirdo songs. So Whippet's against what? Which... Mickey. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. Here's okay. the uh, whip. It was actually parodied on the Simpsons though. Cause Smithers was singing, uh, it's a candy episode. It's like crack that whip. Licorice, Licorice whip. whip. Uh, whip it also, by the way, I didn't realize this either that the, the riff, the main guitar riff is taking part of Roy Orbison's pretty woman. Oh wow. Cause in pretty really? woman, you get dun, 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 dun. And then mm-hmm. whip it, you get dun, 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 dun. It's like the starting of it, which I didn't know that. So it's kind of funny. So Devo, they were just having a lot of fun. They were that kind of band. They were really experimental. as as They're said to be the cornerstone of development for New Wave. And they were touring. And this is kind of when they stopped touring together. They were watching Spinal Tap. This is Spinal Tap. And they realized that was them. (laughs) That was their touring behavior. And so (laughs) they stopped playing live shows. And then things kind of just slowed down after that. And everyone went to their own projects and got really successful. Like uh, two of the main guys went to do like uh, film scores, game scores, and a ton of uh, and producing for other artists as well. Hmm. So like Devo kind of stopped, but then just kept get being successful. The and name, then there's Mickey. Well, and I was gonna say the name Devo actually comes from the term de-evolution, meaning kind of just the regression of society. That's kind of what their their mantra is. Then Mickey by Tony Basil. She's actually a choreographer and a singer. in the sixties. Yeah, isn't in the that 60s. crazy? Whoa. She's, she's been around for a while. In yeah. the eighties, which good on her. She did Easy Rider. Uh, oh, she was in Easy Rider and Viva Las Vegas. She did choreography on such films as uh, American Graffiti, Peggy Sue Got Married, That Thing You Do, My Best Friend's Wedding, Legally Blonde, uh, The House Money. <laughs> like she's been, she's been working solid for decades. She's working girls, what you're saying. No, that's a different movie. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to see what lyrics are really lazy. And so, oh, Mickey, you're so fine. That lyric, hey, Mickey, is repeated eight times in the songs, in the song. Just and that, then the whole thing or just hey, Mickey? Just that part. So, uh, Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Mickey. That's repeated eight times altogether. Only eight times? No, but here's so many more. Yeah. Oh, Mickey, what a pity you don't understand. You take me by the heart. And then that part, that whole section is repeated six times. So you put those together. That's the song. And it's just the song. Yeah. So there's nothing there. This one is Whip It for sure. I'm going to agree with you on this one, Kent. All right, so Ico Ico, also known as Eco Eco, <laughs> versus Video Kill the Radio Star. Oh, see, I love Ico Ico. I turn that one on pretty constant. I've been turning that on pretty constantly in my house just so I can sing to it and dance to it while I'm doing the dishes. Yeah, it's fun to sing to. But Video Kill the Radio Star, the first song to be played on MTV at 12.01 a.m. on 1st of August, 1981. 
Here's a sad story about the Buggles is they actually hated their own name and they were already broken that's, up. No, that's why you call them the Bugles. No, you guys didn't call me on it earlier. The Buggles because it was this play on the Bugs. They were they were going to call themselves the Bugs to be yes. a play on the Beatles. But yeah. then they decided to soften it a bit more. And, and they said, the we just came out of high school and it kind of stuck. Uh, so the band was already broken up and reunited by the time the song became popular here in the States. So they were already kind of like, this yeah. isn't really working out. But, oh, we got famous. Oh, it happened. It's really not working no, out. The thing is, mm. it, it came out actually in 1979. And then it wasn't until 81 when it kind of, boom, hit the scene again. And people right. loved it. Ooh, ooh. But what it's do you guys vote for? Radio Star. Yeah, it's got to be. I love Ico Ico, but it's got to be Video Killed the Radio Star. All right, gentlemen. Uh, we're to the Elite Eight. Which means this is the final round where Ken can use his... I wasn't going to bring it up, actually, in case he forgot. So far, so good. All right. First matchup. This is going to get serious now. Take on me versus walking on sunshine. Easy. Take on me. Take on me. <laughs> we got to give some content here. Oh, yeah. No, you Take don't. on me by AHA. I mean, that's easy. Okay. All right. Axel F versus 99 left balloons. Ah, see, let's this one's talk about this one some more so that we can give it due credit. It's 99, 99 left balloons. And there is a great remake by Goldfinger. You guys are very agreeable. Well, we're very agreeable until we're getting to this point because it just gets difficult at this point because synth pop, huge in the 80s, iconic of the 80s. Does it? Are you going Axel F? I'm going Axel F it, because I, I love okay. 99 Luft Balloons. I think it's a very fun song. I really enjoy it. But well, I won't have to use my buzzer on this one, I don't think, because I think that it's just I think it's the more iconic 80s song. I think 99 Luft Balloons, great song, I, iconic 80s song, but I, I, I don't know. I got I to gotta give personal preference the edge on this one, and Axel F I like better. So one, 99 Nut Love Balloons hit number 15 on VH1's list. Axel F is number 69 on Wait, VH1's did, list. Wait, did 99 Balloons, did it peak at number one? Number two. Oh, I got number three on Axel F here. But I still got to go Axel F. Oh, it's 99 Love Balloons easily. I'm going to go with Your Love by The Outfield. Ah, sorry. Mm-hmm. I already golden bacon buzzered that out. Trust you. I think that was a good move on my part, by the way, Kent. On our part. Yes, on I, our part. I hate that. We worked together on the show, We knew that Joel. couldn't happen. We knew your love was a wonderful Jake, no song. no wild cards. Pick the one that should win. On 99 this one. Love Balloons. Yes. I accept it, even though I love Axe Life. All right, next up. Come on, Eileen versus Don't Worry, Be Happy. <laughs> oh, two, song Joel, two songs Joel loves I'm on this one. I'm passionate about both of these songs. Oh, wow. Both songs are about being happy. They are. One is a great, just constant beat, and yeah. the other one is kind of has this epic up and down feel where the song like... No, that's the thing about uh, Come On Eileen is it changes tempo, it changes yeah. key. I, I gotta go Come On Eileen. I am shocked. I know, but I, I, I'm just... Really? I'm looking in my heart, and that's the one I feel needs to go on. It's a one-hit wonder. Oh, Bobby McFerrin. I mean, everyone, that's Joel, all the people know Bobby McFerrin At this for. moment, you mean everything to me. They, they know him as a professor with his 23 albums, yeah. remember? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're going Come On Eileen? Yeah, I'm going Come On Eileen. Yeah, me too. Easily. I'm not going to need to use this buzzer. I've been suspecting that for a while. I mean, you'll have to do it this time or it's done. (gasps) Oh, no. This is the last time? This is it. We're already through the Elite Eight that fast? Almost. This is going to be the hardest one. You guys have agreed. Except for 99, I guess. Whip it versus Video Killed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I'm toast because no matter what happens, if I don't use it, people will be mad. If I do use it, people will be mad. Yeah, it's been used. We've used it on the show. You don't have Devo to use it. Or the Buggles. Oh, my word. 
I'm, I'm going. I'm going first. I'm going for whip it. I'm going to go with bugles on that, Kind. Bugles. You're just calling it and saying you're going to do the bu- the bu- buggles. No, I just wanted you to say bugles instead. Buggles. Bugles. I, I know, but bugle- your chips you put on I know. your fingers. It's more fun. Your sister. It's a, it's a very fun. It's not. It's just, this isn't an easy choice. So I just had to go quickly. So then one of you. What's the better song? Wait, wait, which no, did Joel. you say? Which did you say? Whip it. Whip it. Okay, can't. Whip it good. But Joel, what's the what's the song? Okay, what's the thirty four percent personal preference? Because Video Kill the Radio Star is a great song. It is, but the th- I had an Alvin and the Chipmunks album. Where they sang Whip It. And so that's where I was exposed to it as a very young kid. And Video Kill the Radio Star didn't have that. I didn't grow to love that one until later in life. And so I just, I don't know. I love the, oh, I love both these songs so much. Are we not men? But we I got to pick Devo. Whip It. Whip It. Okay, I'm going Buggles. Jake? Buggles? Or oh Devo? my gosh. Whip that it is good. Really. Those are so iconic 80s. Both of them. Both of them. But here's the other thing I want to bring up. I watched the the Whippet video music video and I'm like, oh yeah, the red yeah, hat, the red hats. cone hats, the yellow suits, the bizarre kind of weird music video that happened there. I watched Video Kid the Radio Stars music video and even though it was the first one to play on MTV, I didn't recognize it. But it's so strange. People back then totally recognized it. It was one of six videos that played. I know. It was like the box. It was the box. What were the numbers again? Uh, so Buggles had number 40 and Devo had number 14. I'm trying in my in my head. I'm trying to think which one has made the laster the the longer lasting impact on culture. Which one's referenced more? Which one's just more '80s, like in retrospect? And, it, and they really, kind it's of, really kind of sad. Like the Buggles, they the band members went to like Yes Asia, and then they produced for like Erasure, Phil Collins, Seal, Leanne Rhymes, Tattoo. I threw tattoo as a that's, question mark. Tattoo, that, the that's Russian, random. the yeah. Russian <laughs> duo. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. You remember. Yeah, they had a good song. So Buggles or Devo, Jake? Whip It or Video Killed the Radio Star? I feel like Whip It has to be it. I accept your decision. Do you? I accept your decision. Okay. No buzzer. No buzzer. No buzzer. Ooh. Wait, why'd we high five? I didn't agree with you. Well, I was I was basically <laughs> saying Devo the whole time. I was waiting for Jake to say the Buggles. I really could have gone either way on it that. Like, it was tough. But I, that think, was I tough. think Whip It's the good choice. Yeah. I, I, that's just, it it's just the feels... worst song. No. But it's, it's the better choice for the category. No, it's not the worst song. It's not the worst, but it's worse than Video Killed than the Radio Video Star. Killed. Yeah, Video Killed's probably a better song. Well, Kent, it's official. You have not used the buzzer. You wasted your buzzer just like you've wasted your life. You know what? Wow. <laughs> I'm the one who used the buzzer. I I voted with my heart. I'm Actually, the only person here who followed up on I the buzzer. Would've. By me winning that paper, rock, scissors, I think I saved a few important bands here that Joel would have knocked out. So I feel like I did use my buzzer. How did you save them? If I used my buzzer to stop you, mm-hmm. Joel would have done something terrible. Do you think you would have used your buzzer? I only use my buzzer for good. You would have used your buzzer for uh, missing, probably. <laughs> probably missing so. You. I yeah. probably would have knocked out yeah, my buzzer. Yeah, you were a little sad about that one. Yeah, you would have. Yeah, you know, I, I had the thought earlier. I'm like, you know what? I bet we're going to keep saving these and saving these until and not use them. it's too late. Yeah. Yeah, because I knew the thing is, I but knew guys, you were going to push ahead. We're guys, now in the final this four. This is the best possible final four. That we could have ever it's come up with. Good. It's pretty it good. Is. It is. Of all the shows we've done, I think this is the best Final Four of any music show. Well, it's because you guys weren't being idiots this time around. Of oh. all, you mean this one in the 90s, basically? Well, this well, one, we've yeah. Done, we've done a bunch of brackets. Yeah, there has been a few brackets. Okay. What do we have? First match. Take On Me <laughs> by AHA <laughs> uh-huh versus 99 Luff Balloons. 99 Red Balloon. Okay, this this is tough, but as I've already said... Hold on, take on me, on the charts, number one, and it was on the charts, not number one, but 27 weeks total. 
99 Loof Balloons on number two, peaked at number two. Woo! Now, here's the thing. I've already, I already didn't think that 99 Loof Balloons should have moved on before because I was voting against it. Which I'm happy it's here, but against Take On Me, it's got to be AHA Take On Me. It almost seems unfair to have AHA on here because they, in Europe, they were still huge. They were just as popular as Ace of Base, which, by the way, <laughs> no, no, that's not even a backhanded compliment. That's, that is, though. They have sold 36 million albums. Ace of Base has sold a ton. Are you saying Ace of Base sold that many or AHA? Both. Okay. Well, and AHA. And, and also, they have the follow up single, The Sun Always Shines on TV. So, like, here, they were one hit wonder. Outside of here, Norway especially. No, they, and don't forget, they wrote a Bond song for the Living Daylights, but it didn't chart in the U.S. at all. But Joel and I are going to agree on Take On Me. Oh, 99 Balloons is out? It's out. It's out. And our next match is Come On Eileen, which peaked at number one, versus Whip It. Peaked uh, at number 14. Uh, so, like we said last time, the singer believed the song did so well back in the day because everyone thought the lyrics were nasty. Because you think about the lyrics and you're like, oh, well, duh, listen to that chorus. It's nasty. Well, it's really about getting rid of problems. And Dexy's been at you mean, come, come on, on Eileen? No. No. Come with, on, Eileen uh, actually does it. have some dirty lyrics. <laughs> but uh, you don't know them because you don't understand what they're singing. This is a problem because this, this is like a song I love versus a song I like and is, is funny. You know what I mean? It's like, come on, Eileen. I think it's such an amazing song. Right. And then Whip It is just kitsch. It's 80s yeah. kitsch. And so I have well, to try to think so here, 80s. which is more 80s, which is more one hit wonder. I can't think of any other songs by Dexys Midnight Runners. I can't think of any other songs by Devo. I can by Devo. Can you? Yeah. I bought one of their albums once. Wow. Haven't you ever heard, uh, are we not men? We are Devo. Are we not men? D-E-V-O. No. Are we not men? It's, it's a, such a Devo song. And they also have, I can't get no satisfaction. No. Really? Okay. All right. Wait, they sang that? Uh, it's a cover of the Rolling Stones song. Okay. But it actually, like, actually did pretty well. Did it do? Yeah, it I was going to say, well. that's, yeah. Uh, Joel, you're deliberating on this one. Do you want me to vote? Yeah. Vote. Yep, can't. Oh, it's Come On Eileen. All day long. All day long. Then I got to vote for Whip It because I think they both deserve a vote. And I'm just thinking about 80s. Like, it's the the fiddles and, and the Celtic guitar. Like, I think that's... Yeah, but will you be sad Celtic, if Whip It wins? Celtic fiddle. You'll be sad, Joel. Go with your heart and the song you'd enjoy listening to right now. But when I think This is love versus like, and I think you're you're going wrong with yellow the Yellow like. jumpsuits versus overalls is what I'm going for. Uh-oh, minions. <laughs> you, uh, yeah. <laughs> yellow jumpsuits and overalls. I, I'm going to go for Whip It, though. Uh, let me just say this to drive the point home. When a problem talked, comes along. We've talked a lot about VH1's list. Mm-hmm. You must whip it. Devo did really well. They got number 14 for Whip It. Come on, Eileen. Number one. Can you sing for me, though? These people around here. Wear beat down eyes like a joke. Dread faces. Wow. I lost the lyrics. Kind of okay. puttered down there. But no. Oh, da, 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 da. oh da, da, da. we are far too young, young and clever. clever. Dun, 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 dun. Remember, Remember. to ra yeah. And you'll hum this tune forever. Come on, Eileen. Yeah. Oh, it hurts. Thank you for that, Joel. I really feel like you drove that point. It's because I love them both so much. Gentlemen, the time has come. I don't like this. Good night, everybody. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Part three. We're ending baking sale. Can, can we stop? Let's just stop the show because this is not okay. This is not fair. This is what has to happen. This is not okay. I have there can no, be only one. I have no champion here. What are our choices? 
Take on me. Oh, oh. things that you say. I love this song. Slowly learning that life is okay. Versus. Islanders again. Versus. Come on, Eileen. Come on. Eileen Tallura. Come on. Tallura. Tallura. Now it's Eileen. Come on, Eileen. Yeah. Remember. Come on, Eileen. Come on, Eileen. That's not even the song. It is. Is it? Now you have grown. Now you have shown. Things won't ever change. Hey, Joel. I think you'll actually appreciate this. Take on me. Is that Joel, where the I'm voting for take on that's me. That's where the rooster crows. Joel, you really appreciate this. Music video prodigy Steve Barron directed that video, right? Which one? Uh, uh, take on me. Okay. He also directed the first Ninja Turtles movie. Hey. Is that kind of fun? Take on me. That's Even goal. with the lyrics that don't make any sense. It doesn't. Hey, it really doesn't. So needless to say, I'm odds and ends. But I'll be stumbling away, slowly learning that life is okay. Say after me. It's no better to be safe than sorry. I really think what? That, I really think that they were just learning. English. Is that like Keanu Reeves poetry? They were le- okay. Last show, <laughs> in the last show, we so talked profound. about the progression of this song about Aha's take on me from yeah. the crowing rooster to the the more mellow version to the synth pop hit. Mm-hmm. And here's the other thing, uh, my brother Spencer, he had back in the day when you had iPods in your car and you would just have them plugged into the car. Every time he started his car, the iPod, seeing as Aha was the first band on there. Every time he started his car, you'd hear and jump right into it. And I never got sick of that song. Yeah. Every yeah. single time I was in there, I'm like, yes, we're going to get Aha's take on me. Also, out of these two songs, only one of them has been on Just Dance. You don't get Come, I, Come on Eileen on the Just Dance. <laughs> I'm not sure that's an argument. It's it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. But I love Teenagers it. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But I gotta go take on me. Both number one hits. Both deserve to be here. This is this is a this good is Duran Duran versus Depeche Mode right here. Mm. This is Smashing Pumpkins <laughs> or no Foo Fighters versus Pearl Jam. I'm just joking. I'm trying to make Joel mad right now. I already am mad. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So, Aha, uh-huh, Take on Me was number three on VH1's list. And remember, Come on Eileen was number one. I cannot decide here. I am really struggling on this one. Is this up to me? You've already chosen? Yeah, I said take on me. The, lo- the video won six awards. I actually I love both MVP of these songs. Awards. So do I. But a groundbreaking music video, amazing synth hook, and just iconic song. But what song has more, like you said, tempo changes? The song becomes a different genre at times. It is. It's almost too complicated for its own good to be an 80s Too complicated? Wonder. Yeah. This is new. What's New Wave is complicated, right? I'm just saying. Like it's meant to, 80s lyrics, music is experimental and progressive. Aha. Uh-huh. Be complicated. Although I, I do love the uh, the random falsetto that no one can ever sing. But no, you know what song you can sing along with? That voice is amazing. That 20 it's, seconds. Come on, Eileen. I'm going to have to vote for Dexie's Midnight Runners. Because you can't sing along with the lyrics. And do you know why? Because they're true one-hit Actually, wonders. you can't sing along the lyrics on either one of these songs. Everyone thinks they know the lyrics. Aha. Uh-huh. Like, I used to think it was Haze in the Light. more bulb. money than it's they not. know what to do with. Dexie's Midnight Runners? Uh, one song. They're still running Dexie. The greatest one, and that's an actual mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. The greatest one-hit wonder is an actual one-hit wonder. It's Jacob and Eileen. Jacob, let me just, let, real, real quick. Okay. I just want to put this in your head. Mm-hmm. I just want you to hum the Lies. tune of Lies. Come on, Eileen. Mm-hmm. 
Now hum the tune of Take On Me. Mm-hmm. Do you I see what you're saying? Dun, 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 oh, dun, but do you know here? We should do a remix. Oh, we will. I'll throw it together. All right. This is the final. This is the winner. This is the this is the Bacon Cell approved best 80s one hit I'm ready with my buzzer just in case. You know, your buzzer's dead. Dead buzzer. Oh. It's going to have to be Take On Me. Yeah! Yeah. Joel picked the right one, and he is always right, and Joel is always right, and Joel is always right. Joel is punching the air. I am punching the air because I'm happy. Although, come on, Eileen is seriously one of my favorite songs. It is. I'm pretty satisfied. I just really want to be contrarian. I think it's fine. I think that people will be happy with the pick. I think they'll be fine with the final four. Which song would you really rather listen to right now? You had your choice. Right now, because I'm in the mood, take on me, because it's really? just one, and I'm the winner. Joel won it again. Yes, another <laughs> bracket. It is his as he won again. Another bracket. Hey, remember the last time when we knocked out Pet Shop Boys and Erasure? I hate you. Oh. And the 90s alternative? <laughs> that was 80s. Right, and 90s, I'm saying. Oh, remember when Joel picked and... the presidency of the United States to go to like No, I got like yeah. one round ahead. <laughs> and if you have third eye blind? <laughs> seriously, if you haven't listened to our other bracket Curse shows, you, we recommend that you go listen to them. We've we done a 90s alternative. We did 80s new wave. We've done a 90s one hit wonders, 90s hip hop rap. One yes. wonders. What are we going to do next? Oh, let's listen. We'll save it. Save listener, it. what do you say? 40s you big us. band. <laughs> 40s big band. Yep. <laughs> we'll get great listeners for that one. Yeah. I'll be, we'll get my grandpa. I know a few. But uh, no, thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate your feedback. Please rate us and review us on iTunes. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76 Joel on Twitter, or you can find me performing with Quickwits, who perform every Saturday night at the Midvale Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the Quickwits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to re- read my movie reviews, it's showtimeshowdown.com. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers, as well as Bacon Sale on Twitter and on Instagram at Bacon Sale. And uh, as usual, and we're not running any particular extra promotions right now, but there's still a whole lot to be had if you want to go and support us on patreon.com slash bacon sale. We have video reviews and we we put snippets of our Facebook messenger conversations up there so you can see what we're sounding like and talking like, and especially when we're embarrassing each other. Sometimes we release raw episodes of bacon sale so you can hear all the behind the scenes. We do, we do. For this one. (laughs) Not this one. Maybe this will be one of them. No, no, no. There's so many pauses. (laughs) they're going to be wondering now yeah uh but also yeah i just wanted to point this out too that we don't know we don't have any promos going on but pretty soon we're going to be having another holiday promo coming up so look forward to that and only a few three more episodes until our (gasps) season finale what kind of crazy it's almost like we plan these things (gasps) all right so until next time guys you want to sing in with me sure take Take on me take me on i'll be I feel like that's the way. No, the way like, is by the outfield. Uh, no, the way is by fastball. No, fastball. Your love like, is by outfield. No, fastball sings uh, All Star. <laughs> no, All Star <laughs> is sang by Sugar Ray. No, 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 no. Sugar Ray was a boxer. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the boxer is sang by uh, James Taylor. <laughs> James Taylor. I don't even know where you're going. No, with no, this. no. He's making no, a brand James Taylor sings Shake It Off. No, Shake It Off is sang by Paul, uh, Paul Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> And our Gar- Garfunkel. Paul Simon and Garfunkel. Paul Simon. <laughs> the- and Eddie Burkell. <laughs> yes. He wanted his full name. Art Paul Simon and name. Garfunkel. Garfunkel. That was fun. That was fun.
Amy Adams is fine. Wow. She is? You're right. She is fine. (laughs) (laughs) No, Kent. Yeah? No. It's actually my favorite story. Don't say yeah. Don't say yeah, Jacob. Say no. It's actually my favorite story. No. No, Kent. Things that you say. Asian Alamo. Wait, what is it? Sort of the Islanders. I don't know. <laughs> All the things I got to remember. Shine away. Under the sea. <laughs> Under the sea. Are we giving high fives? You're sick. This I'm going to get so sick soon. from this. Thanks a lot, sick Joel. With each high five, I will get you more ill. You kind of went off the rails there, buddy. <laughs> oh, just now? <laughs> a little bit. Would you take me to Farming Town? <laughs> Would you take me to Farming Town? Given and living, sure. Joel. That's the message. There's you know what cheaters do, Kent? Win. Win. <laughs> Don't go with Joel. You uh oh. You're making the wrong vote. Uh oh. See, you guys did it right that time. You applaud yourselves. Thank you. Bacon sale. <laughs> Good show, fellas. Pat on the back. Is there ever a mistletoe and they almost kiss? Yes, there's going to be a moment of kind of like where they almost kiss, but then something's going to break the tension, like like his ex girlfriend, a dog, or, or a dog. annoying little kid. Josie's on a vacation far away. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I love your love. Well, I'm imp the dimp, the ladies pimp, the women fight for my delight, but I'm the grandmaster with the three MCs that shock the house for the young ladies. That was just a mess, but I love it. I met your children. Oh, oh! What did you tell them? Of all the people that have a crispy golden bacon bus, we've got to choose the villain. Yeah. Don't doubt my power. Is that like Keanu Reeves poetry? (laughs) (laughs) My ears are sick. (laughs) Unedited episode. (laughs) Joel. It wouldn't have been that dirty unless you had yeah. done that. Yeah. Nope. Yes, it would. It would have. Yeah. <laughs> He's sick, Joel. He's sick. His mind is not in the right place.